Blog Talk Radio. Amen. 
Amen. Welcome to the show. When Christian speaks with your, your host, I'm your host, Reverend Ray. This is on Blog Talk uh, Radio. Amen. God bless you. It's good to be here uh, uh, on the air one more time, and it's also just good to be in the presence of the Lord and just just be able to worship Him and to just give Him honor and to give Him praise. You know, on a Sunday <laughs> with, the, with the church ahead, something to eat at church with the Word of God, and to come home and then eat a nice dinner too. Then God is good when you're able to be able to do those type of things, and then you just have a time just to, just chill out. You know, tomorrow starts another work day for a lot of us and everything. We got to go, go see the man, as they say. <laughs> but I'm just so glad um, just to be in, just to be able to do this, man. And I get great joy on the um, passing up information that God has given me for the people of God to um, to encourage you, to exhort you, to to strengthen you, you know, for the sharpening of your iron, just like your iron, just like I need my iron sharpener too. Um we want to continue on with talking a little bit about spiritual well, or just dealing with spiritual warfare. And I don't know about you, but do you ever get to the point where you just want to get some praise on? You know, you just want to worship God, you know. And I remember talk, talking about a couple of days, yes, the other day is that sometimes, man, praise is just one of your best weapons you can, especially with you, when you're dealing with something within you, you know. But you get to, you begin to praise God and worship him in the midst of your storm, you know. You be, there, there comes like a peace that, that comes over you, you know, and just begin just to operate in you and just to settle you, and you get some joy that you didn't even think that you would get, man. I mean, that's that's the, that's what I'm talking about, that joy, you know, that just, or that, that joy, that peace that reminds you that you've been bought with a price, that you belong to him, that no weapon formed against you possible, you know, and the scriptures keep rolling in at you and stuff, you go like, okay, God, this is great, you know, even though the circumstances might not change, you know, or the warfare hasn't changed, and the, 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 there's still some trials and tribulations you got to go through, you know, you know, because listen, let me tell you something, sometimes we forget, if Jesus would do all the stuff that he had to go through here while he was on this earth, guess what, we as Christians are going to go through the same or even worse things than him, but you know what, with all of that, he was able to get through it. He was able to conquer everything, and he did that as an example to let us know that we can do the same thing. Amen, amen. This is a song I'm gonna play by Keith Wonderboy Johnson and everything. And I was listening to it early, man. It's just little shouting music to get us started. Amen, amen. Come on, let's have a little church, y'all. Come on, y'all. Let's have... You're wondering how you survived and what yeah. kept you alive. I just let you know that you're just born.
amen, amen. Uh, there was some tough, uh, technical difficulty for a while. I right, y'all to forgive me. The radio show has started. It started uh, on time. Uh, I know we played the theme song, and you probably didn't hear it. nothing for a little while and stuff, and I asked you for forgiveness for that. I, uh, I'm still trying to learn the system, and uh, probably need a, a co-host for sure <laughs> to keep me up to date, but God is good. You were listening to Keith um, Wonderboy, and I was, uh, as I was talking on the air, and nobody was hearing me, <laughs> I was saying that uh, I was listening to the song early and how it's blessed me and everything. This is Reverend Ray, okay? The name of the show is When Christians Speak. I'm your host uh, on Blog Talk Radio. Again, I want to welcome you again <laughs> and, um, to the show. Uh, feel free to give us a call. The telephone number here is um, 888-488-6772. Uh, again, it's a toll-free number, 888 888- Four eight eight six seven seven two. One last time, eight 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 four eight eight six seven seven two. Or you can go to uh, whenchristianspeaks dot com uh, on the website. Um, again, I want to welcome you. I'm excited about today. I know that God is a great God and He's a wonderful God. And I'm just every opportunity I get, I just want to give God praise. And we were talking about spiritual warfare, but don't you realize praise, man, is one of the best weapons you can have, man, against spiritual warfare. Praise will get you through some very difficult times, man. You know, praise will <laughs> praise will get, make you say, when you begin to feel like that you don't know what to do, you start praising even when you don't feel like you get your praise on. You start thinking about the things that God has already done for you. You know, you talk about some a weapon at your disposal that you got, a, a, a spiritual weapon at your disposal, man, that will make the enemies... That I look at you and go like, what in the world is he doing? How can you praise him now when everything I got, everything, I done put everything against him? I don't. He should be. He should be running around with his head off. <laughs> he should be totally crazy by now. But still, he gives his praise unto God. He magnifying the name of the Lord Jesus. How is that possible? The enemy would get totally confused when you begin to praise him. You know. And the thing that we have to understand, in a lot of cases, man, we are born blessed. That was the song that was. We're gonna go back to that song in a little bit. But let me just talk to you for a little bit about praising in the midst of your storm or praising. As a as a weapon that you have at your disposal, when you begin to praise God to the point where worship comes in in and everything, then God begin to respond to your praise, and He begin to t- show you show Himself to you mighty to the point where that no matter what the situation is, no matter how bad the, the storm is, or no matter how things might feel, man, I'm telling you, then that's when He wraps His arms around you and say, "I got you, boy." <laughs> I got you, girl. You belong to me. You know that's what he does. That kind of thing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just amazed how God does it when we begin to give him, him praise, especially in the midst of uh, of our adversary. You know, especially whether we at work or wherever at the grocery store, at our home, and you know, and the kids act up, husband acting a fool, wife don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, and all these different things are gonna. You get to get your praise. And look, the thing I like about praise and worship, you can do it, and don't nobody even know you. Have to do it. You know what I mean? You can have a song on your lip and be continue doing your work or whatever you do and stuff like that. You can be just getting your praise on before the presence of the Lord and then God is uh, coming to your presence and everything and you and him are together in this thing, man. And, and the spirit of the Lord is high and everything. And that's where you're able at that point to speak a word into those situations and everything because the presence of the Lord is upon you. You're able to look at the situation from a different perspective and say, yeah, maybe, just maybe, this this child or this tribulation or this um, 
vicious attack through the enemy. It's going to come on for my good. I know it is. But all I got to do is just be peaceful about it and stuff like that. And only say what God has given me to say. And what if he don't give me to say, you know, just shut up. <laughs> but get your praise. Let's go back to some more. Some chief um, wonder, wonder boy. Okay. Johnson. Amen. Amen. The doctor loosed me from the billable cord The doctor think there was no breath Wind came through and it broke the spell Drugs and violence kept me still Accident sickness kept me healed There's one thing I know that is true Born blessed from the womb to the tomb In heartless crowd tribulation Heartache and pain Sickness and suffering
talk about talk about a weapon, man. Come on, man. Born blessed. Keith Wonderboy Johnson. Amen. God, God is good, man. When I begin to listen to that song over and over again, you know, Pastor Robinson always says, "Tell her this is a pastor tree like Christian ministry church is the church I belong to." And Clinton Merlin, he always tells me, you got to get yourself a song, man. He said, you got to get yourself a song, and you play that song over and over and over again you know, to the point where the, <laughs> every time something, the enemy brings something to you, whether it's anger, whether it's hate, whether it's bitter, you begin to sing that song because that song is your weapon. That song that God has given you is your weapon against anything the enemy brings for you. Because it's already dealt in a way. But what it, the song does is just remind us, you know, who we are and whose we are. You know, and, and, and the price that has been paid for us to be who we are and, and who we are. There's a price that's been paid. We are not a defeated people. We are not, you know. We're not a defeated people. We have so much victory. If we could just, if we could just get a glimpse of the amount of victory that God has given us in our life, I tell you, we would have a totally different perspective. Our mind. We talked about the last, like that, the last time. That our mind would be totally, think totally different. If we would just get a glimpse of who we really are in Christ Jesus, get a picture, you know, get a picture of yourself in that. Like, like you see yourself in the mirror and get a reflection of Jesus Christ looking back at you and stuff. That's who we are. <laughs> We're a reflection of Jesus Christ. And when you begin to think like that, when you begin to react like that, no matter what kind of things that you are facing in your life, you, you're dealing with it different than, some, than somebody that don't know Jesus Christ. You deal with it different. You look at it from a different perspective. You look at it and go like, that ain't nothing. <laughs> my God reigns. <laughs> you look at it and say, my God reigns. That's what you would do. Say, my God reigns. You know, and I'm just, I'm just again, I, for, for this day, Right here, all I just want to feel, all I want to do, man, is just give God praise, just honor Him, man, glorify Him, you know. Because when I begin to look back over my life, when I begin to see the things that I've been through and the things that He's brought me through and how He saved my life, time after time, and you do the same thing right now. You begin to think about all the time that God has spared your life, time after time. You know, the Bible talks about those seen and unseen dangers. Those seen and unseen, that he began to spare your life time after time again. You didn't even know. You didn't even know that you should have been gone. You walk in, going to work, doing a, getting ready for Sunday, doing whatever, fixing breakfast, fixing dinner, whatever you had to do for the day and everything, and going on about your day, so I got to get to church. And you know, you got your day all planned. You didn't even know that there was unseen dangers that prevented. There was some angels around you protecting you at that time when you got in your car and went to church or you got in your car and went to work or whatever had to take place today. There was angels all around you. Sometimes we just need to take a little time out and God say, God, I thank you. You know, just thank you for the day, or thank you for this hour that we're in, because we don't know when our t- when that when our time is up. We don't know. So every damn time, you, every time you think about it, just give God praise, just honor Him, and just glorify Him and magnify His name. Why? Because He is good. And he is worthy to be praised. Amen. Listen. Again, we're talking about we're talking about spiritual warfare, but we're talking about praise and worship is one of our weapons. There's other weapons that that we have at our, at our disposal, and hopefully between this week and, and the next week, we're gonna really go through all of them and everything. But there's so many weapons. You know, in fact, you begin to think about what other weapons that you have. You know, I had a young brother tell me he said my dancing, his dance is his weapon. You know, <laughs> when he begin to dance in the presence of the Lord and everything to the presence of the Lord, that, you know, you begin to dance and praise God in the presence in, in his president you know you make the enemy mad after we talked about that he you'll make the enemy mad man but god is good amen amen look i want to i want to play another song um this is by Don, uh donna lawrence and it's called encourage yourself because that's what we need to do 
in the midst of things that we're facing, we need to be able to encourage ourselves, you know? Why? Because if we begin to encourage, you know, we begin to encourage ourselves, we begin to look back over the things that God has done, then something wonderful would take place, you know? Then we take we take the out of the enemy's hand the weapon he's using of depression against us when we begin to encourage ourselves in the Lord. That's what we do. We take the enemy, we use depression, he use oppression, he use any kind of pressing you can think of to get us down and in the gloom and in the out and stuff like that and, and begin to feel sorry for ourselves. That's his purpose. That's what he do. He'll do anything and everything to give us, and I've talked, we talked about this last week. He'll he do anything and everything to give us all, get us all focused off of the things of God. And that's not what God has designed for us. He desires to stay focused on him. When we get caught up, man, in, in the moment, and some noise that's going on around us, and, and somebody talking about us, or somebody breathed on us, <laughs> somebody breathed us on the wrong way, and it's on. We ready to throw us our dukes and fight for sure. But God does not want us to do that. He wants us to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Stand still and see what he's doing in our life. That's what he desires for us. So come on. Okay, let me get back here. All right. Encourage yourself, my darling Lord.
encourage yourself, speak over yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. That's a um, song by Donna Lawrence. You know, I just as I begin to listen to that song, I one of the things that I wanted to do is I wanted to share with something I haven't I had written down a long time ago about spiritual warfare. Because we're talking about praise. Listen, it says, um, what is spiritual warfare? Spiritual warfare is sometimes defined defined as an invisible confrontation between between the forces of God and the forces of the devil. The kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness. Spiritual, listen, spiritual warfare takes places in heavenly places, but its outcome is manifested in a terrestrial place. Its outcome is manifested here. We see a lot of different things take place in this world, man. All kinds of evil and all kinds of stuff that goes on and stuff like that. But one of the things that we're talking about is we're talking about the weapons of your warfare. We're talking about what do you have at your disposal. And one of the things, there's something that we have been talking about, praise. And I want to I want to continue with some praise, but I want to give you some other things that you have too. Amen? You know, that you have at your disposal. If I can just get to my page here. Amen. God bless. Amen. When I when I was thinking about the weapons of thanksgiving and praise, I, I was coming from the, the scripture, Psalms 107, verse 2. It says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. We, again, you know, the redeemed of the Lord. You're redeemed. And you begin to praise him like that, you know, in the midst of your stomach, in the midst of your warfare. You know, again, the enemy, he can't stand that. He ain't got no choice but to run away. And then there's another weapons that we have at disposal. And then I'm not I'm just gonna run through these today and then maybe another time we going get more in detail. It's about weapons of standing. And um and that that scripture I got from weapons of standing, you know, it's about standing still and seeing the salvation. I mentioned it earlier about standing still and seeing the salvation of of the Lord, you know, uh, when the, the Egyptians that you, uh, when Moses was about to cross the Red Sea, and they, 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 the church just saw all this army of Egyptians coming, one of them, and they was they had to cross the sea, and they, they I can't, can you imagine, I can imagine, man, you say like about a, a hundred thousand soldiers come to get you, there's only about two of you, you know, <laughs> you know, I think most people would like, like, okay, unless you have some strong faith, you'd be like, okay, what's you looking at your leaders like, are you sure? God told you, told you for us to go to the other side. But most, but in uh, verses Exodus fourteen and thirty, Moses said, "Says to fear ye not and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which He is shoot, shoot unto you today. For the Egyptians you have seen today, ye shall see them again no more." All we gotta see that that God. All we gotta understand is that God is with us. So a weapon of standing, weapon of weapons of truth, you know. What for the truth? You know the truth that God has given you. You are truth because Jesus Christ died on the cross for you. You are truth now. You're no more. You're no longer a lie. You're no longer a bastard and stuff like why? Because the Spirit of the Holy Ghost dwells. You are a Spirit of truth. You know whether you act like it, <laughs> whether you do. When Christ redeemed you, He made you to a Spirit of truth. We have the weapons of righteousness. We've talked about the breastplate of righteousness. You know we have the uh, the weapons of peace. That the kind of peace that will keep us in uh, perfect peace of our mind and stay on Him because we trust in God. The weapons, I mean, there's weapons of faith, the weapons of salvation, weapons of the Word of God, you know, weapons of worship, and weapons of discernment, you know, all these different things that we have. Weapons of obedience. Obedience, man, is the time where you begin to obey God with things that you know, you know, you ever know that God has given you something to do and you know that you know that you know that you know that you know. And you begin to obey God to that point like that, you know, even though everybody else wants you to go contrary to the will of God, but you know what God said you to, to you do? 
that'll shut the enemy up anytime. You know, when you get away God off of somebody saying, don't do this, and God said, yes, I want you to do it, or somebody said, do this, and God said, no, I don't want you to do that, you know, do you realize that there's, there's something will come out in your favor that you have never seen before? The weapons of unity of the same mind. In Psalms 133, it says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. You know, when, when I'm connected to you and you're connected to me because we are, uh, uh, I am my brother's keeper and stuff like that, you know, we become an army, you know, of worshipers and prayers and intercessors. We become an army and strength. That means that whatever you have in faith, you're not going through it all by yourself because you got the weapons of unity or the, or the same mind or weapons of intercession. You know, I'm praying for you, and you praying for me. You're shopping my iron, and I'm shopping your iron. You know, but you got about 20 people or 50 people or two, you know, two or more people doing that, all in together, all in the same mind. You're talking about the Holy Spirit beginning to fall, fall fresh and begin to renew you and strengthen you in the midst of your weakness. That's what it would do. It would begin to strengthen you in the midst of your weakness. And then uh, 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 what of wisdom and understanding and knowledge? You know, knowledge is power. <laughs> but the knowledge in the Holy Spirit is even more powerful. The knowledge of, of the Word of God is even more powerful. The knowledge of the things of God is so powerful to the point that, he, you know, what Jesus did when he went up against the enemy and stuff like that, he used he's a, he's a knowledge that he knew about the Father. You know, he used that. They say that after he's responded to whatever the, the task was, uh, Cassius, you know, uh, whatever the thing was and stuff like that, the enemy had to flee. He went away. The Bible talks about he went away for a season. He went away for a while. Then it means that he didn't come back. But he had to come back with something different because he what he did the first time didn't work. So he had to come back from a different perspective, a different angle. But he doesn't change his trick because there's nothing new in the sun because he. Listen, he's not going to do anything different than he did to anybody else to you. But the thing about it is that we got to be aware of those things. we got to have knowledge about those things. We have to have wisdom and being able to support those things and, and see what it is that the enemy working in our lives, amen, or working against us. Just, I'm going to read this because it sounds, uh, um, I'm sorry, Proverbs 2 and 6. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Uh, um, Proverbs um, 9 and 10 says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the, of the holy is understanding. Um, uh, uh, I mean, it just it makes so many scriptures. You know, we a lot of times that we don't do a lot of research and, you know, we just need to just study God's word even more so, especially now, man. Especially when there's so many stuff that that's happening up against us or coming this against our family and coming this against our country and all these different things. Especially when men have become more lovers of themselves and lovers of their flesh and it's just there's so many things that are going on in our life. There's so many distractions, you know, that distract us from the true purpose of God, what God has ordained for us to do. And the purpose of all that is to make sure that we in tune to him. You know, and to be able to rely on him and and to be able to know that we can depend on him and trust and believe and believe him and know that he's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do, no matter what the circumstances feel like or how I feel. Amen. I mean, I, again, I'm just, this is songs of of praise and just the songs of glory unto the Lord, you know, and, and the fact that knowing that he endures forever, man, he loves us and everything, but sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget. Amen. Amen. I want to play another song, I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, praise God. Let's listen to this one a little bit. Let me take a little short break.
and downs Times when there was no one around Thought you and spoke these words to me Praise will confuse the enemy Come on. 
in advance. Praise him in advance. Listen, I'm listening to this song, and I'm beginning to think about some, some of the words that God has. Look, this is who God is. He's Jehovah. He's Abba Father. He's the Prince of Peace. He's the Great Shepherd. He's the Amen. He's the Wonderful Counselor. He's the Light of the World. He's Jesus Christ. He's the Shield. He's our Passover Lamb. He's the Everlasting Father. He's the Potter. He's the Deliverer. He's the Gentle Whisperer. He's the Creator. He's the Almighty. He's the, he's the Door. He's the Faithful and True. He's the Purifier. He's the Shepherd. He is the uh, love. He is the Elohim. He's the, he is the Alpha Tava. He is the author of life. He is the truth. He is divine. He is the com comforter. He is the word. He is the most high. He is the Messiah. He is the he is the meditator, the, the meditator. He's the mediator. He's the hope. He's the cornerstone. He's he's our God. He's King of Kings. He's El Shaddai. He's Elohim. He's Jehovah Tiskedu. He's our Savior. He's Yahweh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's our bright and morning star. He's King of all kings. He's Author and the finisher of our faith. He's our teacher. I mean, it's it's just. On man, Let's, look, there's more. He's Lord of Lords. He's our healer. He's our master. He's our Prince of Peace. He's He's the Rock. He's the Shepherd. He's the Almighty. He's the Redeemer. He's the Father. He's He's the Son of Man. He's the Shield. He's the Restorer. He's the He's the Provider. He's our guy. And guess what, y'all? He's our friend. He's our friend. And with all these things, to know what he is to us, and know that he's our friend, the same one that created all things from the beginning and the end, the same one that is the Alpha and the Maker, and to and to know that he's he's our friend, that's 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 some that's some powerful stuff right there. That's some kind of things right there that will be able to get you through whatever you're facing, whatever your warfare is, to know who God is, to know who you are in Him and stuff, to the point where you begin, you you just want to say, you know, you know what, God, you're stronger, you you're strong to me, you're my strong tower. And then when I'm beginning to think about being strong, these are the scriptures that I got out of Deuteronomy 11 and 8. It says, therefore you should keep all the commandments. This is God talking, which I command you to this day, that you may be strong and go and possess the land, which you go, whether you whether ye go to possess it. God desires for us to be strong. God desires for us to be strong. He does. Not to, not, to, not to be weak, but to be strong. And even when we are weak, he becomes strong in us. And he lifts us up and makes us strong. He desires for us to be strong. It says in Deuteronomy 31 and 6 and 7 says, Be strong and of a good courage and fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he is, he, he it is that dupes go with thee. He will not fear thee, nor forsake thee. And, and, and 7 says, Moses called Joshua and said unto him, in the sight of elders, be strong and of good courage. For thou must go with this people into the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them, and thou shalt cause them to inherit. You know, <laughs> as I said, cause them, God said, God's going to cause us to inherit the land he has. Because we left it up to us, man, we'll never get there. But thank God for the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ that allow us to be able to move past all these obstacles that we face. All the obstacles that we put in front of us that prevent us to the promise of God. Thank God for His, thank God and Jesus Christ for His grace and His mercy and for the cross. You know, for everything was nailed and put on the cross for us. We 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 battling things that we ain't got no business battling on ourselves. All we gotta do is lean on Him and don't lean to our own understanding, but lean on Jesus Christ. You know, rest in Him. Get in the boat. Go to sleep. <laughs> curl up behind Him and let the storm be. The, let the storm do what the storm need to do. You know, because rest assured, if he said we're going to get to the other side, we're going to make it to the other side, man. 
um, um, in Joshua 1 and 6, it says, Be strong and of good courage, for unto this people shall thou divide and hurt the land, which I swear unto thy father to give them. And then Joshua now said, Have I commanded thee? Wait a minute, have I not commanded thee? Be strong and good. God said again, God has said this thing several times to Joshua. He said the same thing. Look, I'm commanding you. It's a command. For you to be strong and be of good courage. Don't be depressed. Don't be down. Don't beat yourself up. Don't let nobody else beat you up for what you did in your past or what you the situation you're in there. But you trust God to know that He's going to get you through that. You know, be not afraid nor dismay. For the Lord thy God is with thee where, whatsoever thou goest. And then, um, listen, Joshua 10 and 25 says unto them, and Joshua 10 said unto them, Fear not, nor be dismayed. See, he said, he repeated the same thing God told him. Here's the preacher now. You know, he's getting it from God and he's getting it to the people. You know, he's getting it from God and he's getting it from the people. The, the, the problem the problem that we have a lot of time we have a church is that the preacher ain't necessarily getting it from God, but he's getting it from his own flesh and own but that's another day. He's getting it from himself to the poor and he's giving y'all stuff and giving us stuff that God ain't gave him to give us. But it sounds good, you know. It sounds good. It's a tickling in the ear and stuff like that. It makes us jump up and shout, but it ain't got no power. Listen, I want to be in a situation where wherever I am at, that I'm getting a word straight from God to the preacher to me. And then I want to cross-check that because, as I said, don't trust the preacher as far as you can see one. <laughs> I want to cross-check that to the point where and I make sure that that preacher, the word that he's getting is lining up with what God said. Amen. Listen, but I want to move on. It says, um, um, Okay, I want to let me read that. Let me read Joshua one and nine. Say, "Have I commanded thee, be strong and be of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou go. God is with us. He is. And when you begin to realize that, when God is with you, that He's been with you from the beginning. You know, that He's been, while you while you was yet, while you was yet in your mother's womb, He was with you then, before the foundation of the earth. He knew who you were. You begin to realize the power of the awesomeness of God, the awesomeness of God. And, you know, then there has to be something in you that just begin to stir up. You know, stir up your know, the memories of who God is for you. Stir up your praise and stir up your worship. You know, no matter what you feel like, no matter you can be. Crying like crazy and stuff like that. But you begin to think about the things of God and how far that he's brought you. You begin to reflect, you know, and, and you know how many times he saved you and stuff like that. But let me move on. And, uh, another word that I'm, I'm looking at when I begin to worship God, you know, that I'm expecting, uh, I have an expectation of something great and wonderful coming to pass. You know, that's the, that I know that there's power in worship. I know that there's power in me putting on the, the, the banner or holding up the, the banner. I know that there's power in the things of God. So if I can focus, uh, if, if we can focus on the things of God, you know, if we can focus on the things of God and, and let that power, you know, that, that be in God, be in us to the point where that it, it transform us or begin to transform my mind, then I don't care what we're going through, we'll we be able to deal with it. We'll be able to deal with it. Amen. It says, um, Listen, let me tell you something. <laughs> Excuse me, God bless you. <laughs> Nothing. Listen, I'm real, y'all. I ain't, I'm not. I'm transparent as possible. You know, I'm at my computer. I'm sitting in my desk, and I'm doing this doing this radio broadcast. I'm real. You know, I'm real. And so I, you know, and the thing is, <laughs> I got off subject, but anyway, God is good. Listen, there is nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can say. 
There's nothing nobody else can do towards you to make God separate his love for you. To make him separate himself from you to the point where, you know, that you feel like that he's abandoned you. You know, that's a trick of the enemy. The enemy wants us to feel like God has abandoned, but that's not true. He's not. You know, you know, sometimes there's quiet times <laughs> and I know that you like you like, man, I ain't hearing a word from God. It's like at the heavens are grown still and I don't hear nothing. But we don't see what's going on in the spiritual realm. We don't see that there's a battle going on between the angels and the, and the enemy and stuff like that. Just like Daniel, he's trying to get to you with a word and stuff like that. And, but the, the, the enemy is trying to, the, 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 to keep him from getting to you with a word and stuff like that. But all we got to do is just hold on, man, and hold on. And that word that God has for you, that encouragement, you know, that way out of no way that we did when you didn't see a way and you're giving up. It's like, okay, that's it. I guess we got to throw in the towel. That way will come through, man, like a mighty rushing wind to a form where you were like, it slapped you across your face. <laughs> Slap you across the face and like, am I God or am I God? And it'll bring things back to our remembrance to remember, you know, no matter how we feel about things, you know, that God has got, God has us. A lot of times you forget. That God has us, but again, I go back to what I've been talking about all this for this whole broadcast. That you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta do the praise. You gotta begin to praise God. You know, you gotta get begin to worship Him no matter what, no matter how you feel. That I mean, that's the whole thing for this broadcast today. It's worship and praise in the midst of craziness in your life, in the midst of foolishness, in the midst of tears. No matter what, praise Him, worship in all things, give things. You know. You know, in all things, we have to give thanks, no matter what, man. So I've had to want to do anything else. I wanted to encourage you. I don't know whether you're looking for a job or I don't know whether, you know, your world has been turned upside down because of the things of life or circumstances. I don't know. But I know that God knows. I don't know whether uh, you just lost a loved one or maybe um, your husband or your wife just left left you and stuff and left you with a ton of debt or left you in a situation where that you don't no longer feel loved or that no one can love you and stuff or damage you or maybe you've been abused or raped or whatever the case might be. I'm here to tell you that God, Jesus Christ, is the answer for you. I'm here to tell you, as thanks to God, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, that God will get you through this. I know this for a fact, because I know what he did for me. And if he did it for me, as messed up as I was, and I'm talking about even before the stroke, <laughs> way before the stroke, as messed up as I was with the things that I was doing, if he saved somebody like me, man, he can save anybody. <laughs> he can save the worst person in the world. He can't. There's nothing too hard for him to do. Everybody can have an opportunity to be redeemed. And that's what he desired for us, for us to be redeemed by him and to know that we are loved by him and everything. So the prayer becomes, God, you open up some doors for those that don't know you, and you open up doors for those that do know you. You begin to reveal yourself to them to the point that they begin to receive of you, that you put them in a position and in a place, Lord Jesus, that they will hear a word from you. You surround them with people that have thoughts like you. <laughs> You surround them with people that, that have praise and prayer like you. You surround them around people that can get a prayer through, a breakthrough, a prayer breakthrough for them, God, some intercessors. You surround them with people like that. The prayer, God, becomes that you begin to open up your, open up your doors for those that are called by your name. And if by some day they don't know you, that they might 
those that don't know you, will come into this fold. Come to believe that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. And not just through um, lip service, you know, because a lot of times we do things through lip service and everything. And not necessarily through the actions and everything, but, but through our lifestyle. The prayer of God that you will have for us today, that our lifestyle will begin to reflect who you are. That our lifestyle will begin to reflect the glory of the Lord that is upon us. That we are new creatures in you. That our lifestyle has been changed. The prayer today, God, is that you would touch these people that are called by your name, that have submitted themselves to you, that you would let them turn from wickedness of imagination or witchcraft and um, evil descent or evil speaking or whatever the case might be, that all these weapons and all these devices that the enemy uses against them will come tonight. The Jew will begin to not only move in our houses and our sons and our daughters and our wives and our husbands and our, the aesthetic family. That you don't only begin not to move just in the house, but not, not only in the house, but also in the church. The Jew will start from the pulpit to the door, you know, from the pastor to the bishop uh, to the apostle, whoever they may be, to the layperson that's, that does that's hospitality or to the layperson that goes out and, and greets at the door to whoever they might be. That you will begin to a shift in the atmosphere. That you begin to a paradigm shift. That the people of God might be truly begin to worship you for real, for real. That they might begin to seek out for the things of you. And then we continue to pray for this country that we are living in, whether right or whether they're wrong, whether they got any uh, prejudice or racial and all these different things, whether they're homosexual, whatever the case might be. We begin to pray for this country. That you would begin to pour your spirit up in this country. That you remind this country on, on how it was created. And it was created in, in believing in you. That you, you would bring us and redeem us and forgive us for those uh, for stepping away from the things of you. That we, God, would finally understand that it's truly all about you. That you have made us great only because you decide that you want us to be great. And we didn't make ourselves great. But you to give us the tools and everything to be that which you have called and ordained us to be. Now help us recognize those things. Help us to, with our president of the United States, whether we agree or disagree, you put him in office. Give him right wisdom and knowledge and, and the things of you. That he might do those things that you have called him to do. But not only him, those that are in Congress, those that are the, in the Senate, God, our state. Elect, elected officials, from the mayor to the to the, the whoever they might be, all across the world, the Ottomans and all the all of them, God, that they might be become more obedient in the things of you, that they might begin to seek the things of you. We pray that you would give them dreams and vision of your purpose and your plan that you have for this country, God, that they begin to seek out for you. That they will turn from their wicked ways and turn from things, God, to distract them from your purpose that you have for them, God. That you allow them to be around people that have their best interest, the countries or the state or the city or the county best interest in heart. Then, God, we pray or call always for Jerusalem. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray, God, that they would open their eyes and realize, Lord Jesus, that you are Christ, that you are Lord. We pray, God, for the enemies that are surrounding them, God, whether they be Muslim or whatever their faith might be, that a greater awakening might take place in their lives also, that they might know who you are in Christ Jesus, that they might know the power of your resurrection, that you are the same yesterday as you were today, God, that they might know that the Almighty, how, how, how Almighty that you are with them. We pray, God, 
for this spiritual warfare, the topic that we're talking about, that whoever and whatever are facing difficulties in their life, especially facing some storms, that you allow them to be at peace, to get in the boat, roll up inside Jesus, grab a pillow, lay on his chest if it must be, <laughs> and go to sleep and be at peace and know that they're going to get to the other side. Know that you're coming. We pray for those who have the thoughts of suicide. We pray for the demonic forces of suicide to leave them right now. We pray, God, that your blessing will shine upon them and they, you will allow people to come in their life, you know, to change their mindset. To let them know that they have an opportunity of a testimony that they will be able to get through this, God. We pray right now, God, that you would do this for them. That you remind them of a covenant, Lord Jesus. We pray for any kind of sickness, any kind of disease, anything that's out there, God, that are causing your people to do harm. We pray that if the sickness is called by sin in our lives, that we ask for forgiveness for it right now. We throw ourselves at the mercy of you, Lord Jesus, and say, have mercy on us. Forgive us our trespasses. And begin, Lord Jesus, to do something great and wonderful in our life. We pray, God, that you would do this thing. In your name, say, God. And again, we say thank you. Again, we say thank you. And again, we say thank you. And we're about to sign out right now. Amen. We just want to say thank you for this broadcast. Thank you for those that are listening and are the archive listening. And we just want to say, pray to God to continue to be a blessing to your life. That he was heaven and shine highly in favor to this week. That we keep you safe and your kids safe. That he was revealed more of himself to you through dreams and vision. Uh, again, you have been listening to When Christian Speaks. My name is Reverend Ray. I'm your host. Uh, we are on, uh, on every every Friday at 8 o'clock and every Sunday, every Sunday at, at 5. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.